Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shamenda. Praise God on podcast 11. Uh, I'm, today I just want to look on how we win. How can we win and not allow? That? Or what I've been trying to speak about is that uh, uh, <clears throat> the spirit of offense is seen. And the fact that the spirit of offense is seen, it has its consequences, uh, repercussions, and complications as well. But we needed to get to the level whereby we look at how we can win. There's a tremendous joy in caring more about God's glory than our reputation. Convenience and the rights, God will always be most glorified in us when we are most satisfied and joyful at peace and free in him. Now, here's something that I, I want everybody to understand. What is it that goes in our life when we are struggling? Or owning our sin, when we overlook an offense, we fail. We cannot rejoice. But when we look at it and address it, we can rejoice and say we are starting to acknowledge our sin. We begin to believe that the log in our eye is more significant issue than the speck in anyone's eye around me. Here's what we do. Most of the time, we want to move something in someone. I have done it. And I believe a number of you have done it while listening to this. And uh, we say, if only this one can do that. And sometimes what we are condemning others is the main thing that is in us. The most accessible and the most joyful Christian I know are the quickest repenters. It is not that they have less to repent of. They are faster at owing their sins, humbling themselves, and resting in Jesus. And the resting in Jesus calls us to win. You know, I'm teaching this. What I'm teaching is what I went through. I've been in this position whereby I also carried the spirit of offense. And when I carried the spirit of offense, I realized I'm being troubled and I was becoming an enemy to everyone because I was thinking even things that they were not thinking about me. That's what the spirit of offense is. You start imagining what they think about you. And when you start imagining, you carry that and you keep it in yourself and you live with it. And when you ask those people sometimes, if you were to find out and carry an investigative report, they will say, we didn't even think that you were thinking about us like this. As the gospel moves us from sudden condemnation into the spirit of conviction, we become more aware that we need the grace of God as much as anyone who sins against us. That means we are looking at those people who have sinned against us, no matter how it brings offense, to say, God, this is what I used to be. And now you delivered me from this. And I'm not the victim anymore. I'm the victor. God, you set me free from this that is going on. 
There's a tremendous joy associated with that kind of humility. We take less offense and extend more grace. We are more patient and less petty. We are getting better at waiting than whining. We are more realistic about life among ordinary sinners who likes us, love poorly, and wiser about what to take seriously and what to ignore completely. And why? All these, the things that leads us to winning. A winner is a person who enjoys. Have you ever watched? I watched uh, Olympics one time, and uh, I was uh, very touched. There's something in the social media there. The son was running so fast, and all of a sudden he developed a hamstring and fell to the ground. And everyone came and passed him. But he stood up and started limping to the finishing line, to the closing line. As he was running, you know, the guard, the security there, they saw an old man that was running. And he was removing everybody on the line. Is something that you can find on social media if you just check Olympics, the father and son. And he started running so hard, this old man. And they said, what is going on? He says, that's my son. He falls, we fall together. He wins, we win together. And he went and put the hand of the son on his shoulder. And he helped the son to limp to the finishing line. And when they reached the finishing line, the whole stadium... Everybody stood up and started applauding. That son and the father, they were winners. They never gave up. What am I saying today? Don't give up. Be a winner. Don't give up. Be a winner. God wants you to win. And the devil wants you to fail. No matter what you have done, it's not too late. You have not closed your eyelids beneath the cold ground six feet under. You still are alive. Just check yourself and investigate your life and say, God, and I believe someone may be listening to this, you're working. Maybe things are not going well at home. Maybe you're driving in your car. Things are not going well at your workplace or wherever the condition are. It doesn't matter. You know what it is. But I do care. I'm not going to say I don't care where it is. I do care wherever it is. Just take a clear investigation of your life and say these words, I'm going to win and I'm not going to let the devil ruin my life. There is, as I said, there is a tremendous joy associated with that kind of humility. When we take less offense and extend more grace, we become more patient and less petty. And we begin to come to the point where we know that God, if God is for me, who can be against us? God's Spirit is at work. The Holy Spirit is at work. The Holy Spirit. I wish I can say this for the whole entire podcast because sometimes we forget who is at work with us. When we overlook an offense, we can rejoice that God's grace and spirit are becoming more operative, transforming powers in our lives. 
As Christians, we are called to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Growth is grace resulting in our getting to know Jesus better. Who desires that we will have the fullness of his joy in us? Growing in grace. Peter here in the Bible explains what grace does and how the spirit of offense has no power where grace is operating. What does grow in grace mean as a Christian? You should not simply go through the motions of religious duties, but actively seek to improve yourself. How can you grow in grace? There are several ways. Exercise your faith by committing your practices to God and trusting Him. Pray regularly like Jacob and you will succeed. Jacob had come to the point whereby he had failed. He knew things were not going well. And they, he just knew, I'm not going to make it. But he asked God because of what he did. His brother Esau was offended over him. He wanted to kill him, but he had to run. So we must get to the level where we ask God to help us. Pray regularly like Jacob and you succeed. Read the Bible to gain knowledge and understanding. Meditate on God's promises to find comfort and hope. Examine yourself to identify your weaknesses and guard against them. However, obstacles to growth in grace may try to exist. Just refuse them. The corruption of our hearts is the primary hindrance because we are so corrupted that we don't see what God is doing. You know, we will argue with everything that is happening. The weakness of the flesh is also a factor. Indifference to religious truth can lead us astray and away from Christ. Despite the challenges, there are many reasons to pursue growth in grace. You may be confident of success because your Heavenly Father will help you. That's winning. Be confident. I've had this monster that has tied itself on me, on my neck, but I'm going to win. I'm not going to let it take over my life. Trapped in the spirit of criticism and offense, we can see signs of growth in grace and the motives inviting to it by discerning specific characteristics. Now, here's something that I want everybody to understand very seriously. The grace of God refers to the love and the favor of God, specifically applied to mankind as sinners for the recovery and the final salvation of a guilt world according to a Christian scripture. So always read the Bible, but don't only read the Bible, pray. And if you can, there are times we abstain from meals because I'm upset someone has made me angry. What about fasting? I'm not abstaining. Just take a day or two. I'm just going to wait upon God until I hear what God is doing. Our growth in such grace may be descending. Humility, which is not 
an ab objection of the spirit, but a heart that feels its infirmities and sins. So, get to the point whereby you say, I renounce by renunciation of all the favorite sins. <laughs> Before I became a Christian, I loved to listen to world music. I loved to listen to rock music, <laughs> you know. And I used to listen to Grand Funk, uh, you know, in my younger days in the boarding school and in college. I used to listen to Led Zeppelin and uh, the Rolling Stones and all that hard rock music. And when I became a Christian, I started thinking, you know, why am I listening to this? You know, you know I had memorized uh, Jimi Hendrix music. Hey, Joe, where you going with the gun in my your hand and i used to love that music and uh, sometimes feeling you know you don't know sometimes you open yourself to the spirit of uh, aggressiveness and uh, violence because the relics that were there they were very violent and i found myself walking with a heart of violence in it and uh, not knowing what i'm doing so renounce any of your favorite sin. What is it that you like? Maybe it can be things that you watch on TV. Such people, they love to watch, you know, curse languages, pornographs, things that are not right, X-rated movies. You know, are those things helping your mind? Or they are destroying your spirit? You know, Things, sometimes we say it's just a movie, but the person who is portrayed in that movie is very tough character. And at the end, you feel violent. Cut that kind of things and say, this is not for me. And say, I'm leaving this. A genuine love of virtue for the love of God and a, a consistent preparation of heart against various temptation can help you to completely get out of the spirit of offense. You know, there are various temptations that comes into our lives. We're reminded of the Solomon, Solomon and the grandeur of the doctrines that our knowledge of Jesus Christ complies us. And such a God, humility is indispensable. And such a Savior, renunciation of sin is required. And such a comfort of the Holy Spirit, feminist of the heart is becoming. And such a promise of forgiveness and glory, sorrow for our sin comes directly from the soul of man. Now, the improvement of the Christian's life can be achieved through the following steps. The several steps and the stages of a, the Christian progress, the necessity and the advantage of this growth and improvement include the approval of our sincerity in our relationship with Jesus Christ makes me to win against the spirit of offense. The assurance of our perseverance makes me to win against the spirit of offense. The gradual advancement of grace, which is the seed of glory, it is 
to its full maturity makes me to win against the spirit of offense. The means of achieving this improvement include contracting habits of virtue that are important to my progress through the frequent repetition of single acts. I heard one of uh, the pastors that works with me, he says, what is repeated is what is remembered. What is repeated is what is remembered. So repeat the word of God and uh, know what God will do. Waking up our minds to a full persuasion that religion is the most important business in my life, it will change you. Let us consider whether such a good humility is indispensably requisite, whether under such a savior of renouncing of sin is required, whether under such a comfort a firmness of heart is becoming, whether under all the promises of forgiveness and the glory, anything can more can come more direct to our lives. God will help us to see that we are winning. Huh. Let's look at how a Christian can improve. A Christian progress can be broken down into so many steps. You know, uh, the growth and the improvement of a Christian, both necessary and advantages. I'm sincere in my relationship with God. Completely sincere that everything that I do, God looks at me as a son and he honors me. Grace, as I said earlier on, is the seed of glory which must rise gradually to its maturity. Here, the means that of this shows us that God is doing something in our lives. As we surrender to the work of the Spirit in our lives, He glows vibrant crops of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And if you read of Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23, the very antfruit of an easily offended spirit, you find it. The Holy Spirit also leads us into a more significant experience of sonship. We become sons and daughters of God, which gives us even more greater joy in seeing our Father at work in all things for our good, even the most of putting irritating and offensive scenarios. God never promised to do all things easy, but all things well. So I want you to remember, God never promised you to do all things easy, but he promised to do all things well. So work to see that all things are well. Whenever we look an offense, we can rejoice that we are gaining freedom from living as approval seekers to winning because I'm a child of God. Christian, are people whose joy need not to be connected to what others think and say about them, but how they relate to God. The fear of man lays a snare, but whatever trust you have in the Lord is safe. The fear of people isn't so much to be afraid of them, but to esteem their approval too much. We look to God for people as the fountain and the fuel of our joy. People always make poor saviors. We can freely or joyful love anyone whom we have given the power to either shame us 
or exalt us. Forgiving as forgiven. When we look, when we look at, when we overlook, excuse me, when we overlook, my mind sometimes gets tired. When we overlook on an offense, we can rejoice. We are getting better and forgiving others as we have been forgiven. So today, dear friends, I want to encourage you with the ways of Paul 432. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God forgave you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shamenda. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new episodes are released.